Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302. Thank you for joining us as always, and welcome back. And um, we are... First of all, happy, very happy Thanksgiving to you. Coming up on Thursday next week, we're going to have a best of show. Is that correct, Marcia? Because we're gone, right? Yes, we are. I'm not okay. going to be in town. So okay, uh, where are you going? I will be going to Houston, Texas. Oh, you're going to be doing a uh, flight in a, any kind of uh, manned aircraft? They still call them manned aircraft, <laughs> What's or are a they manned now? Aircraft? Or are they now? Uh, what would be the uh, PC equivalent of that? Um, uh, what is it when I it's not? I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, no, when it's, I will not, not be postman. visiting my friends you know, they don't at NASA. Call them, we don't call them postmen anymore. We call them post, postal workers. Postal remember, workers. Remember when we letter were... Letter carriers. Letter carriers. Remember when we had stewardesses? They were so much nicer when they were stewardesses. Yeah, and if you watch Pan Am, they were pretty good oh looking, too. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we have to go off here. Pan okay. Am. What a fabulous show. Um, the plots are great, but aside from that... The photography. Oh, it's gorgeous. The absolute sticking to detail. Yeah, it's beautiful. Now, I don't like the show the as era. much. I, you know, I like the show more at the beginning of the season than I did now. Oh, but I love it. I love it but now. To me, it right. just got better. It's visually absolutely beautiful. You know, they've done a great cinematography thing. Uh, no, that's what I was talking about. Remember when we were at the NASA, when we were at uh, Consumer Electronics Show, I think it was, and the NASA person said they're not manned missions anymore. Because oh, right, man, I see what you mean. Yes. Yeah, uh, and I don't remember what they now call them. Uh, uh, rockets? <laughs> well, no, well, no, but they don't use the term man anymore because they're women yeah. astronauts, but I don't remember what the terminology okay, was. Okay, well, All I'll right. have to find out. I will be speaking at CES, by the way, on a panel with my friend Stephanie Shireholse from NASA. Oh, so is that the same will, lady you, we you met? You met her last yeah, year. Yeah, very nice you'll lady. get to yeah. ask her the official question. I'm going to cool. save that for you. Okay. And I know a year ago we said to her, let's have her on the show, and I don't think we ever actually did that. Stephanie is so busy. I'm telling you, she runs around. The people from NASA, plus I, just between you and me, since yeah. nobody else is listening. Yeah, right. I think they have to answer to a lot of people, mm. and need to be very careful with what, like what they, they say on the air. Yeah. Hey, if we can get Tony Plush to tell all. Nigel Morgan yeah, right. this morning. We can get NASA to spill their guts. Hun, when I was at Vandenberg Air Force Base, when the guys with the big guns said, leave your cameras and phones on the bus. You did I, it. I, yeah, I did it. I wow. did that. You know, it was very convincing. I would have taken mine. <laughs> I would have worn my glasses with a little camera built into them, mm -hmm. you know, those little spy glasses. Uh, yeah. All right. On to, are you ready, Marsha? On to... Uh, what yeah. we do at this time yes, of the show. Yes, we do at this time we every week. We do at this week. time of the show. Okay, and it is now time for the buy of the week. Okay, that worked better this yeah, time. You got it down better. a little bit. Buy of the week where we scour all kinds of places. Today we're, sc we're scouring Milwaukee, Wisconsin for in honor of Niger Morgan who was on the show earlier, the center fielder of the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, and this is a nice little holiday gift and it's from a company that we particularly like. Uh, and if you are looking for a nice Bluetooth headset, and you know, Bluetooth headsets have gone, and I haven't had one on the show for a long time, hundreds of dollars. Uh, and they are expensive and you know, they're gotten, they've gotten a lot cheaper as time has gone on. 
So this is at buy.com. It's the Plantronics Explorer 360 Bluetooth headphone. Uh, the list price is $69.99, $0.95, really. That's the normal price. You can get it for $14.99, free shipping. If you are out of California, you, well, not out of California, I don't know where buy.com is. Uh, wherever buy.com is, uh, you should get no tax on that because it is, if you're out of state, unless you happen to be in the area where that actually is located. And I don't know where buy.com, do you know, Marsha, are they back east? Buy.com, they're in California. They are California. Okay. Yes. So California, you're going to have to pay tax. But again, the tax is going to be minimal because the whole thing is 15 bucks. So again, if you're looking for a nice Bluetooth headset to pair for your car, and as you know, most states now uh, uh, require you to use hands-free when you talk on the phone, So, uh, which is a very good idea anyway. And uh, this will give you a nice Plantronic because I know Marsh and I both use Plantronic headsets on our regular phones. Uh, and this is their Bluetooth version of the headset. Again, it's called the Plantronic. That's a great deal. I mean, that's yeah. 78% off. Oh, it's a great deal. Really. Yeah. Uh, Plantronics Explorer 360 Bluetooth headset, uh, available, as Marcia said, normal price about 70 bucks. You can get it for $14.99, including free shipping, and that's at buy.com. So that's a, that's a really but good deal. No offense, it's kind of ugly. Yeah, it's a little bit ugly. You know, it's a little ugly. But, you know, it's, it's a man, it's more of a manly looking one, I have to admit. Uh, but nonetheless, it's a good deal. Uh, when do you decide whether to, and I was reading an article in Consumer Reports, so I think, I think we talked about it a little while ago, and I just had this as a dilemma because I had to buy the new TV. When do you repair or you replace? And, and a it was, TV? Yeah, well, anything, okay. really. Yeah, but in I'd this like case, to, it was a TV. Yeah, let's hear about the TV. I'm curious. Well, I, I, I'm embarrassed to talk about how expensive this TV is, so I won't. All right, so uh, don't. Uh, <laughs> but it was a, it's called a Pioneer Elite TV, and it, it was manufactured... Uh, Pioneer went out of the TV business a couple of years ago, and they came back in to make this Pioneer Elite TV along with Sharp USA, and it's just a drop-dead, spectacularly gorgeous TV. And the reason I bought it, and I had no intention of buying it, is my big, I have a 73-inch that I bought about six years ago, uh, 73-inch DLP that I absolutely loved to death. It was a Mitsubishi TV, and it worked great. And then all of a sudden, it just didn't. And it stopped working, so I called mm-hmm. out the TV repairman, and he came out. And he the said, TV oh. repairman, does he yep. still look like the Yeah, the CIA looks like, yeah, he looks yeah. a little bit like the Maytag uh, repairman. Yeah, uh, right. Have you noticed that, interestingly enough, I, I, that a lot of the companies that we get repair people are guys from Russia now? I don't know why that is. How many years did you have your TV, by the way? I, not, not long enough, I have to say, because at the time it was a pretty expensive TV. I, I want to say it's a five- or six-year-old TV. And okay. frankly, it was a beautiful. So you're out TV. of extended warranty. Oh, long out of extended warranty. Yeah, I mean, I bought the extended warranty when I first got the TV. Yeah, when and you're done with this, I want to tell you about warranties too. So go oh ahead. yeah, in fact, I'll uh, the, yeah. I had we, a warranty experience. So okay, and and I'll add something to this. So anyway, so the TV, I call the guy out and he says, hmm, yeah, we just had one like this, had a problem, a similar problem with it, and apparently Mitsubishi was pretty well known for having some of the issues with their TVs, which I didn't know, and I had him come out and he said okay we're going to have to order this part but we don't know if the part's going to work well what do you mean if you don't know the part's going to work well right right they used to make they used to make this box thing and now they don't sell them the internal box thing out and blah 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 okay long story short he says it's going to cost me seven hundred dollars to fix the tv so he brings out the part puts it in and as he said it didn't work so now they got to try to get out of Mitsubishi the next bigger part, which is a box of electronics. And he said, that's probably going to cost you $1,000, $1,100 to fix the TV. At which point I said, you know what? 
kind of crazy. Do I really want to spend $1,100 to fix a five- or six-year-old TV or just go out and buy a new one? So, of course, I went crazy and opted to buy the newer one, which I love and, and absolutely love. But one of the things I did as a tip, and I don't think this is what you're talking about, Marcia, is we put it on our credit card. Okay. And we, we even bought it. We got a great deal on the TV. We bought it from our TV guy, and we paid him the difference in what the credit card would have cost versus writing him a check. Because the credit card, which does happen in most credit cards today, extends your warranty by one year. So the warranty on this TV is two years and three months because they give you three months for registering. So now I extended my warranty out by one year. And right. I went, now I have a three year. And uh, it, with a high end item, it makes some sense, I think, to do this. So, so let's talk about your warranty story, then we'll go back. Well, you're going to laugh. We're going back to the uh, washing machine. Okay. Um, washing machine quit working. Guy comes out. Now, realize I have a square trade warranty. Remember I right. told you I'm always buying the square trade warranties. Yeah, I have right. a four-year square trade warranty. Um, obviously, I couldn't ship it to square trade, but the moment I reported it, um, they offered to give me repair, repair places in my neighborhood, which was great, uh, except for the fact that the uh, family business, I'll mention Watt Appliance. You've mm-hmm. heard of them. Here, oh, sure. They've been around a long time. Yeah, it's like they've been in L.A. forever. Uh, has their own repair people. And, you know, it's always the same guys and, you know, whatever. So I said, no, no, Watt Appliance. Not bad. Um, so they uh, come to the uh, house, and it's kaput. They have to replace the motherboard first. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny okay. to think about that in a washing right. machine. Well, because it, mine's totally electronic. Right. Um, but if my motherboard isn't fried, mm-hmm. the mo- the motherboard will diagnose what else is broken. <laughs> Wait. So they had. Okay. okay. So obviously the motherboard wasn't reading. Right. But you see, it wasn't necessarily that the motherboard was totally broken. It could have been something connected to the motherboard that was causing the misread. Okay, you so, had me at okay. hello, but... Motherboard replaced. Uh, luckily, there was another board that has to do with something else. And that was reading all right. So it was okay. just the motherboard. So my repair cost uh, would have been pretty... Uh, for over $400 because mm-hmm. of the parts. Mm-hmm. I notified Square Trade. They deposited the money within a week nice. to my uh, PayPal account. That was great. So they, they worked. I mean, guaranteed, and it worked. And Vince Seng, who's one of the original employees, I know is still with it. But uh, Square Trade, I highly recommend because some of the credit card warranties. Now, which credit cards do you use for warranties? Uh, this was a Visa card, and it was my wife's card. I want to say Chase, but I'm not really sure. But American Express does the same thing. You know, they all they all will give you a one year warranty as long as your warranty is three years or less. They'll add a one year warranty to, by using your credit card, okay. and that's significant because you know warranties are very expensive. Yeah. I, I actually tried to buy one on Square Trade, and it didn't cover this particular TV. Oh. <laughs> uh, or the cost of this TV, they just didn't probably. <laughs> they only rolled a dice under twenty grand. Right? It was well, it wasn't that? No, it wasn't quite that expensive, but it was an expensive TV. Uh, so, all right, when we come back, got some gadgets, some good stuff to talk about. Lots of stuff ahead. Eight seven seven four seven four three three zero two.
This is Marsha Collier, along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD Now V-Series solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. The Stem Cell Health Alliance is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the active promotion of the stem cell movement around the world. The Stem Cell Health Alliance, formerly known as the World Stem Cell Foundation, is currently advancing Breakthrough to Independence, an 18-month campaign that's dedicated to helping spinal cord injury patients gain greater independence. Breakthrough to Independence is a pilot program combining physical, cognitive, nutritional, and alternative therapies like massage and acupuncture with stem cell therapy to see if dynamic combination therapy will give spinal cord patients greater independence. Find out more about the Stem Cell Health Alliance and about the Breakthrough to Independence. See how you can help spinal cord patients gain insight and benefit from this breakthrough research. Just go to StemCellHealthAlliance.org. That's StemCellHealthAlliance.org. Together we can provide hope to those suffering from spinal cord injury. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. Vin Village members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me. Create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to VinVillage.com. That's www.VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And bless you, Marsha. Thank you. you. Sorry, I didn't know I was live. (laughs) I thought we weren't live until the voice stopped. What can Uh, I say? There you go. Hey, I I know we're going to talk about the the new Kindle. Uh, Do you know that by 2015 they're going to be replacing films in theaters with digital rather than 35 millimeter? Yes, yes, yes. I I have to say, my. I've had one, two experiences with digital films. One was Avatar, 
which was done digitally. The other one was a film, I, I don't even remember what it was. I went into a theater recently, sat down to watch the film, and waited, and waited for the time to start, and then five minutes, and then 15 minutes, and finally the usher, whoever comes in and says, well, we can't get the computer to run. So that was my second experience with a digital film. Hopefully they will work out the kinks before they replace 35-millimeter film. Because that was not a fun experience, oh. I have to tell you. Uh, so anyway. Um, I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, on to the new Fire. Is that what it's called? The Kindle okay. Fire? Okay, you've got two two book companies that are battling for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barnes & Noble came out mm-hmm. with the Nook tablet mm-hmm. at two fifty, mm-hmm. And the Amazon Kindle Fire at 200 Now, yeah. if you want an inexpensive tablet... Mm-hmm. They're your best bets. So in testing both of them, playing with them, talking to people who have them, um, if you're in the market for a color e-reader, the Nook tablets mm-hmm. wins on that point. Um, it has much nicer layouts. It makes it very readable. And the display is not as glary. That's the best way, you know, that I can dis- discuss it. Are they both but- color now or they, I know that one of them was the Nook that's color. Yeah. I saw, yeah. yeah. Okay. And the Kindle Fire is not. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, it's color. Oh, they're both color. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's, it's just you know, it, it. They're both color. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, reading stuff on on them. Now remember though, if you buy much of your stuff from Amazon, mm-hmm. and Amazon is very tightly tied into Google. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Kindle Fire is your best. The Nook tablet uh, has uh, five twelve gigabytes. Uh, excuse me, five twelve megabytes of megabytes, memory. Right. right? Um, and the Fire one gigabyte. So, excuse me, it's the other way around. I'm, I'm falling apart here. Um, so, you know, that's. But realize that they're going to hold your books in the cloud. Mostly. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're using it for that. Um, but for reading, the Nook tablet's display uh, is much easier. They both have a display of 1024 by 600. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, the glare on the Kindle Fire, you know, people so are complaining. You're saying about if you're outside it. reading a book? Yeah, exactly. So you're, you're going to have, have an issue. Um, so it's just generally better the nook tablet also came out better uh for magazines um interestingly enough that the barnes and noble has a much broader selection really of magazines than amazon does yeah um also the nook scrubbing bar for moving forward and back in the magazine is mm-hmm. better constructed than the one on the kindle fire you know the back and forward on pages mm-hmm. uh the nook tablet single column text view makes a lot more sense than the Kindle Fire's kind of strange text view. You have to Google it on the web and see it. It fills the screen just with hunks of text. Magazine text is much easier to read on the Nook. So if magazines are your gig, you want to do that. Um, Now, I see it does say that you can play. I'm looking at the Kindle Fire. So you can download movies, apparently, TV shows. Mm -hmm. So so it is, you're right, it is a more of a tablet than the Kindle has ever been before. Exactly, exactly. I mean, they had a kind of a black and white crappy browser on it for a while. Uh, Tell me. Yeah. Like, you could barely see it. Yeah, it was very difficult to see it. But, okay, (laughs) wait a minute. Um, The Nook tablet 
has also a wider selection of children's books than the Kindle Fire. Interesting. And presents them better and has a read-aloud feature where a pre-recorded voice reads the picture book. Huh? Huh? Okay. Not uh, you know if you've got children, um, wouldn't you have loved that? Yeah, you bet. Um, it also has recording capabilities where you can record your own soundtrack to accompany the book. Okay. So let's say you wanted to be the one reading "Goodnight Moon" to your kid. Right. You could record it along with the book, mm-hmm. and your kid kid could hear it in your own voice. Because oh, I'm fine. sure you made a lot of monster noises and stuff, you know. Oh, of course. Right. So, physical design. The winner, again, is the Nook tablet. Really? First of all, it has physical volume buttons, a micro SDHC card slot, so you can add 32 gigabytes more of storage. Okay. Um, the, the glare issue, again, um, and physical design. Um, the bo- You've had these both in your hands? No. No, oh, I spoke to people who had some. Right, and, okay. Yeah, I've just talked to a bunch of people. Right. Got 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 lots of notes here. Um, the Kindle Fire is also slightly less weight than the Nook tablet, mm-hmm. um, but not enough of a difference. I really don't like these one-pound tablets. Honestly, that's my problem with the iPad. Right. I don't it's like heavier. a heavy tablet. Right. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kindle Power Button. A Kindle Fire power button is very easy to press by accident. Speakers are poorly placed, and again, without the physical volume buttons, it's just really kind of a multimedia um, air. I'm, air sounds like, you know, cloud player. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't store anything. You only got right. 8 gigabytes of storage right. and, no, and no card slot. So that's it's all from the cloud. Navigation is won by the Kindle Fire because mm-hmm. it's easier to navigate uh, back, forth, menu, search, the whole thing. Um, the Nook tablet navigation menus are locked into a portrait mode. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, so if you're reading something in landscape, then you go to the menu, then it pops. Right. you got to go the other way. Um, but uh, navigating on the Nook... When you tap more on the home screen, you can see shortcuts to books, periodicals, files, movies, and TV shows that you'd recently accessed. Uh, as far as a web browser, uh, Amazon's Silk web browser works pretty well, um, far superior to the Nook tablets. Uh, the Fire's browser has tabs, you know, kind of like on your computer, mm-hmm. um, and makes working with bookmarks easier. Uh, it just works better in general. Neither one is any good for multitasking, period. Neither the Nook tablet or the Kindle Fire handles multitasking. You can play music in the background when you read, but when you move from one app to the other, the tablets tend to close out the app rather than suspending it. Okay. So as a result, when you return to an app that you recently left, you may not go back to the spot where you were. <laughs> yeah, right. And kind of, you know, you're reading. Okay. So both tablets are significantly inferior to any Android tablet or iPad or even the HP touchpad. Right, exactly. Um, buying or renting books, playing music, video, obviously the Kindle Fire because Amazon, Amazon is it. I mean, I can go to Amazon, watch movies, um, and, and do whatever I want. We talked about the crappy speakers on the Nook. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, email, I love Amazon. I'm a big fan yeah, of using exactly. Amazon. Yeah. Uh, I use it a lot. Email, because I'm a Prime member, you know, I get a lot of benefits. Um, email is easier on the Nook tablet, interestingly, because um, neither of them has a native email client, but the Nook tablet is better in that you can jump to Gmail labels. Okay. So, but it has no native client. Okay, we're just about none out of, of time. them are good for personal video or pictures because okay. obviously you can't store and uh, you know kind of not. So these are not going to replace tablets. You're not going to get great apps on either of them. But it's good I for say, book reading. Yeah, good for book reading. All right, we'll check some more next time. Well, listen, everybody, uh, that is us, us, it for us, rather. No way! Uh, I didn't yeah, know we were know. done. We were done, Whoa. and uh, we will uh, wish you all a great and happy Thanksgiving. We'll uh, talk to you in two weeks. Next week will be a best of show. So we wish you a happy, healthy, and start dieting now, because I'm going to. Uh, have a great week. Please do not drink and drive. We want you back with us. This is Computer and Technology Radio. You've been WS listening Radio. to Computer and one. Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marshall. Collier, produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. When it comes to purchasing your next digital camera, there is only one name you need to remember, Canon. Since 1996, Canon has sold more than 100 million compact digital cameras. Their product line covers the gambit from simple to shoot to the camera that the pros use with eye-popping results. For those priceless family shots, Canon is the name you can trust. To check out their entire line, log on to Canon.com. That's the only name you need to know, Canon.com. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series solid-state drive, can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced, and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads, so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. Improve your business today. Learn to do professional email marketing the right way with Captain Email. This is Chris Merck, president of WS Radio. For years, I've helped our WS Radio hosts, advertisers, and sponsors with their email marketing strategies. As a former Marine captain and an email marketing expert, I've created a new free club at CaptainEmail.com. Permission-based email marketing to your current customers with proven strategies to reach new prospects has positively impacted many of the businesses I've worked with. 
CaptainEmail.com includes resources to start and grow your email list, the top 10 email marketing tips, plus a free 60-day trial with no credit card required. From brick-and-mortar businesses to communicating with your Little League team, do email marketing the right way, professionally. How many times have you checked your email today? Log on to CaptainEmail.com. And thanks for listening to WS Radio.